Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. To the Sharon Kleina Hour, the power of water, water life science, your health, and the world you're living in. Many, many years ago when I decided to have my own radio talk show, somebody came to me and they said, would you like to have your own talk show? I said, what are you thinking? And they said, well, wouldn't you like to spread the message with, with what you've learned? And I said, oh my gosh, if I could call it the power of water, I would. And they said, of course you can call it what you want. So Voice America World Talk Radio was contacted, and we decided we would do a weekly radio show about the world, about our life, about what all faiths are made up of from the beginning of time. As we've been learning, and you need to teach this to your children, your grandchildren, your friends, to family, you need to have a conversation about this. Water is our life. The plane wouldn't fly without the water in the atmosphere. Your phones, the wireless phones, would not be working. Nothing works the power. Nothing works without water. And maybe you're hearing they're going to land on Mars again. Because many years ago, they learned that millions of years ago, Mars had an ocean. Not a, not a lot, but they found that it had an ocean, and it had a birth of somewhat of an atmosphere of water vapor. And when you had an atmosphere of water vapor, there could be life. There could have been a life. Because that's the education I have for you. And I want you to listen well with each one of our shows and our guests and what we've learned around the world with the scientists we bring on, the scholars, and all the people that we brought in learning about nutrition, learning about breathing, learning about why our mobility and our exercise, our oxygen and our humidity in our bodies and how we live to sleep with the planet. There's five things. Drink eight to ten glasses of water a day out of a glass. Don't just sip it. It doesn't work. How would you, would you just give your plant a sip, a sip? No. You've got to drink it out of a glass, and you've got to drink the glass all at once. That gives the absorption of, into your body a chance to make a decision. The sipping doesn't work. Ask me. I'm the perfect example of what that's all about. Number two, you need to learn to breathe. That atmosphere is a breath of life. It's water. When you were born and you came from your mother's womb and you took your first breath, that was the whole body that took the first breath. When you took that first breath of life and you didn't have that water around you in the mother's womb anymore, but you had the water of the atmosphere, if you didn't, you couldn't live. 
It's impossible. By them detecting about uh, learning about Mars and the discovery of Mars, it's possible they'll learn below the surface of Mars, could there be water? That will be an interesting discovery. Because water, the, the ocean isn't there now. Things have changed. But that is the future of all life on this planet, is discovery of for millions of years, the water. Without that water, we couldn't breathe. There'd be no life. Everything on this planet, look at the blade of glass, look at the soil. Look what happens to soil when it becomes sand. It's because there was less water in the atmosphere at that spot, and it became sand, and sand is electrolytic. Now, the education I try to give you is how vital that is to you for your knowledge. Your nutrition is important to how you retain water in your body, but not an over amount. You've got to retain just a certain amount to be able to evaporate that water with a daily momentum, a daily rhythm. Once that baby is born, it begins to evaporate immediately the water that it had absorbed into the body, working with the body, the percentage of water per organ. You would not have been born if that was, if the body doesn't make decisions. It has to make a decision. I'm ready. I have so much water per organ, and now I can be born. Always remember that, how important that knowledge is. And then when that baby is born... That baby comes out and over-evaporates. It's called evaporation. It is over-evaporation because you cannot hold that water in there the way you used to. No two eyes alike. No two fingerprints alike. No two DNAs. No two blood. I could go on. It's life on this planet. You are the walking example. You are unique. What What is life? So... Bonnie, my secretary, was giving me some things to learn. We need to learn more about the water wars on this show, and we're going to. Drought drove people into the arms of ISIS way back, way back. It was water wars, and it's happening now. It's been happening and never quit. They're all worried about water in the Middle East. Because without water, there'd be, they've got all sand. They don't have the soil. Soil is the life of the planet. Without healthy soil, we're in trouble. Trump wades into California's water wars with environmental standard memos and, and what he was saying. I've said it on this radio show. You cannot turn close off that canal. That canal was providing more than the obvious. But look at what happened to the soil of the, of the agricultural lands. It's turning to sand. It's electrolytic when it's sand. It's not electrolytic when it's healthy soil. But, the, the, but something they didn't study is the water in the canals puts moisture in the air to communicate with the atmosphere 
The soil puts moisture in the air to communicate with the atmosphere. And the aquifers below the ground in the soil are there for emergency backup at all times, to give that healthy breath at all times to the surface of the healthy soil, if there is a healthy soil. What if there isn't? It's all electrolytic and can be a flame at any time. That's what we've, we've been learning. Three to five things to know as Georgia and Florida water wars begins there. They've been not beginning. They've been going at it for a long time. Look that up. Researchers use artificial intelligence to predict outbreak of water wars in the future. I was saying to people, scientists from all over the world that I talked to in my research in water, we've got a lot to learn and we've got to take it serious. And whoever takes that serious is going to be the greatest financial economy on the planet because they figured out how to put priority on water number one before anything and all other economic conditions. Today, it's going to be exciting. I'm really looking forward to this guest. Ted Marr is a radio and television show host in Seattle, Washington, on the west coast of the United States. His out-of-the-world radio program has over 250,000 listeners in over 90 countries. He is a psychic with over 20 years of experience in talking with others the other side. Ted is the author of Messages from the Masters. We're going to learn a lot about what he, his messages from Albert Einstein and more. And he will teach us what he has been learning. And I will have a lot of really good questions because I know for a fact this planet Earth has a lot of people out there in the world that they listen to the rhythm of the planet before they listen to anything. And they master how to walk with the planet Earth by, by just listening. What a talent. What a beautiful way to live, to listen to our planet and the rhythm. But first, we're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I Missed is the only product like it in the world. And that product is the future of what will become the mass market of the eyes. Your eyes at the surface are 99% water. When you're born, that eyelid opens and must be replenished with the atmosphere unless your eyes become extremely over-evaporated and dry. When your eyes become over-evaporated and too dry, you have vision impairment, emotions, and other symptoms. And it can lead to now, they've proven, blindness. And blindness is out of control. Have you noticed that toddlers are wearing glasses more than ever in history? It's because of that over-evaporation of the surface of the eye of water that is 99% water, and that causes dry eye. What does the word dry mean? Loss of water. That's what the word dry. 
Eye drops, Nature's Tears Eye Mist doesn't compete with eye drops. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is sustainable with eye drops and accompanies what makes eye drops even better when you're misting with the Nature's Tears Eye Mist with the tissue culture grade of water with just a mist. The future is coming to your door. Ask questions and always learn more about the education of your eyes. Go and look for our press releases that we launch every week on the education of dry eye. Look up Sharon Kleina, K-L-E-Y-N-E, and the education about what is the dry eye solution with just a mist of nature's tears eye mist. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be back with Theodore Marr. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live the leader in internet talk radio voiceamerica.com you're listening to the sharon kleina hour health environment and the power of water if you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Ted, are you with us? Yes, I sure am, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. Well, thank you for coming on. I, this is going to be a very good show because I'm sure your background is extraordinary. And it says on here that uh, you have a book out called Messages from Masters. And I'm going to let you tell our uh, audience about who you are, where you come from, from your own description, not me reading what your background is. I think the audience worldwide will be very fascinated, Ted. Tell us about you, your childhood first, and coming forward uh, about what you're doing today. Well, it's a long story, but I'll, I'll give you the, short, the shortened version. Um, my, my own journey, it's taken me many years to get to this point, but my own journey started uh, about, well, it started, I've, I've, been a, I've been here on planet Earth a long time. And um, <laughs> the, 
Um, I bet not as long as me, Ted. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably longer. I'm 77 in January. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, you sound very young and I... Hey, what you just said, you be careful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I realize... I realized years ago that I, this planet, you know, the cycles of this planet go, repeat themselves. And, mm-hmm. and um, back, I remember, uh, I remember my life during Atlantis 12,500 years ago when we had a small cabal, a military, if you will, uh, elite, so-called elite, who were playing with nuclear technology and other weapons they shouldn't have had, and they ended up blowing up much of the planet. We had to start all over again. And now we're we're at the same same kind of level now. We've got all this technology and we have the ability to destroy ourselves. But I know this time we, we are going to make the better choices for a, 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 a beautiful planet. Um, one of the things that um, President Kennedy's told me, and I've been in touch with him for the past, oh, about four years now, um, he said that if he'd been allowed to live back in 1963, that um, we would truly have a, a beautiful a planet right now because it's our destiny to ascend into the higher dimensions and to create a par- paradise on Earth. Um, I've, I've been in touch with the other side. I, I grew up um, uh, in a psychic family where it's normal to talk to the other side. It's normal to talk to spirits on the other side as it is for me to talk to you now on, on this radio show. And uh, <coughs> Now, Ted, Ted you're coming along there, and... I know you have your own radio talk show and television show, so you, you know where I'm going to be interrupting once in a while. But I want to know, because the fascination of what I have and our audience worldwide will have, is as a young man, tell us your life as a young man and bring us forward on a journey to get where we're, you're going to teach us your why you wrote the book on messages from masters. But... Tell us about your childhood. Did you know as okay. a young man that your rhythm with the earth was uh, unusual? Um, it started when I was eight years old and I was camped outside on my parents' farm in Olympia, Washington. And I slept outside one night. I remember the night very vividly because I looked up in the sky and I saw all these UFOs flying around. And... I knew back then that there was life out there. I just intuitively knew it. And, um, um, but I never really, I never really started developing it until about, uh, 24, 25 years ago. And, um, uh, what, what really started me on my path, um, was, was a, uh, was a car accident of all things. Um, it happened back, my goodness, it was a long time ago, back in 78 where I was hit head-on by, by a drunk driver at 110 miles an hour. And I, I should have died. By all reason, I should have died, but I didn't because it wasn't my time to, to pass over to the other side yet. And I'll never forget the day. I, I had a near-death experience then, and then while I was recuperating, I mind you, after my head hit the steering wheel, my jaw split in half, and they had to wire me back together. And then my left elbow was shattered, so I, I wasn't in the greatest of shape, and I didn't know whether I had any brain damage or not. Uh, but I was recuperating on my parents' farm, um, and I'll never forget going back into the spring of 78, back in their farm, these beautiful trees, and this, this beam of light hit me. 
and I saw the sun and all this, this beautiful sunlight coming through the trees. And I knew there was a reason why I didn't die. And that kind of started me on my, on my, on my spiritual journey. Um, it's a long story what happened after that. I, um, I had been an attorney for many years. And I got to the point, I was an attorney for like uh, over 20 years. I got to the point where I got sick and tired of dealing with uh, criminals. And, and um, it, it didn't matter how much I was paid because it wasn't, I, I just, I didn't resonate with it anymore. And um, kind of a long story what happened, but then um, I, um, I visited, um, I, I've been in touch with this, uh, the other side for, for so many years, and um, my foster mother started teaching me how to, how to communicate with the other side. She herself was a master psychic, and she um, helped the Seattle Area Police Departments find missing and lost children. Now, Deb, Deb, did you grow, excuse me for interrupting every once in a while, did you grow up with her? Did you grow up with your foster mother? Uh, No, she was friends with the family, but then my my biological parents passed away, and she she ended up being my foster mother because I didn't have any many relatives left. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, after my dad passed away in March of 99, uh, he came to my foster mother, and and asked her if 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 she would channel messages from him, and <clears throat> and she said she would. And beginning there, they taught me how to talk to the other side. Um, I mean, I, it's normal for me to do it anyway when I was growing up as a kid, but um, they would give me constant tests. They would send me messages, and to see whether I got the message, and then they see whether I followed them. And as a result of that, um, I have advanced, um, I'm trying to, uh, th- th- about, about three, 365, 400 spiritual lifetimes since that time. Now, normally, when, when people pass over, um, they do what's called a life review. And then you, you review every single act, word, thought, and deed you ever did during your life. And then you work out a plan with the Creator to improve yourself in your next life. Well... The fortunate thing about what, what I went through is that um, my spirit guides have, have, have taught me, they've done life reviews for me uh, ever since um, the 1990s for the last, oh, I don't know, 24, 25 years. Um, and those are the kind of life reviews you only usually get after you pass over, but I've had the benefit of those life reviews on, a, on an almost a daily basis since that time. And as a result of that, I've, I've uh, evolved about close to 400 spiritual lifetimes. Each spiritual lifetime is about 80 Earth years. So I've evolved about um, 3,200 years. It would take that long of so-called normal existences here on the planet to get to where I am now. And as a result of that, um, I can remote view any situation, past, present, or future on this or other planets or other universes. Um, I can easily read people's minds, but I don't do it unless I'm asked for privacy reasons. Um, and I worked as a, as a psychic now. And what happened, it was about, let's see, this is 18. It was about almost four years ago now. I was um, walking through this beautiful forest. I just finished working on my radio show for the day. And I'd been thinking, Sharon, what would, what would Albert Einstein say about what, what's going on in the world and what, what message would he have for humanity? 
today. So anyway, I was walking to my car after a long day of working on my radio show, and I was passing through these trees, and I'll never forget what happened. I hear this voice in my head. <laughs> the voice says, I hear you're, you're looking for me. <laughs> I hear you want to talk to me. And I stopped, and I said, who's that? <laughs> and the, the, the voice said, well, it's me. It's, it's Albert Einstein. And <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of a shock, but... Um, but talking to the other side, I often get spirit, spirits to come to me well, like now, that. Now, uh, before you move on with beyond Albert Einstein, what did he say to you? Well, he said um, the first. He, I, I sat down, and he said, um, "He, we, we talked for about three and a half hours uh, about his life as a physicist, about how he thought um, it was a huge mistake um, to." to uh, invent the uh, atomic bomb. He said that <coughs> he told me to look up a letter that he'd written to his daughter Listerl in 1955 um, that he would have created a, a bomb of love instead of a bomb of destruction. And it's a, very, it's a very beautiful letter. It actually was released in the mid-'80s. He asked his daughter to hold on to it for 30 years, which she did, and then released it. And he said that in the letter, he said that he would have created a bomb of love that would have um, brought um, peace and happiness to humankind, to humanity, instead of uh, destruction and war. And um, um, after we, we talked for a number of hours, um, then he said, would you like to meet my friends? <laughs> I said, well, your friends are my friends. <laughs> so the, um, the first to come through was Leonardo da Vinci, and I've always been interested in Mr. da Vinci's work, because I couldn't figure out how he was able to get all these incredible diagrams of futuristic, like, airplanes and submarines and all kinds of technology. And he said he, he did a lot of traveling, uh, astral travel at night, into the time travel into the future. He'd just come back and start drawing things. And um, I spoke to um, Leonardo for about an hour. He's still with me, by the way. And so, was, oh, Pastor Einstein just popped in. He says, hello to you. <laughs> he likes you and your show. You know what his nickname um, is or was when he was growing up as a as a boy? What was his nickname? Nickname, yeah, yeah. It's funny. They used to call him. What, what, did he tell? Did you, he tell you what his nickname is? Yeah, yeah. He he said it was his nickname is Brainy Boy because what he Brainy would do. Boy. <laughs> he was bored a lot of times. He would bored with traditional education, and he would stare out the window looking out outside, and he would use his imagination to travel, and that's how he was able to um, to eventually come up with the Eagles MC Squared, um, quantum mechanics. Um, uh, I'm, I'm jumping around a little bit, but I wanted to tell you something exciting I'm working on now. Is, um, mm-hmm. uh, it's During the Atlantean times, um, they had water-based quantum computers where they stored all the information about their civilization on, um, on, in, in uh, water-based computers. And it wasn't exactly now, the H2O. Uh, Ted, did they tell yes. you what a water-based computer is? Yes. What is that? And it's, it's, a, it's a computer which is h H206, H205, H305, H306, where you have, you have additional oxygen layers 
and the oxygen, the oxygen molecules, they're like, um, oh, what's honeycombs. Uh, the extra, the additional oxygen layers of oxygen molecules are used as, as memory and storage um, for, uh, for information. And you can store a lot more information on a, on, um, a water-based H, H, H206, H306, H305 computer than you can with our metal computers today. Um, at any rate, I was at a water conference a couple of months ago in Bulgaria, um, and I met some of the world's most famous water scientists, and they're all interested in so I'm, I'm working with them now, um, giving them information from, from Professor Einstein on creating this new computer. With luck, we hope, it have, hope to have it ready by next year. Now, Ted, did you, when you were at that meeting, did you uh, meet Dr. Gerald Pollack from University of Washington? I think he heads that water conference. Yes, uh, Jerry Pollack is a good friend of mine. He's been on um, our show several times. Mm-hmm. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. He thinks I'm out of this world, so... <laughs> well, I'll have to call Doctor. I'll have to call him. Yeah, um, but again, um, he and I have uh, talked because I've been in water research for over thirty years, and um, oh, wonderful! So he um, he uh, and I hit it off the very first radio show way back, and I've mm-hmm. had him on many times through the years. So when you were there, you had to meet him because I'm sure he had that. Um, oh yeah. When were you there? Yeah. When were you there? Uh, just recently. Uh, yeah, I was in Bulgaria, middle of. Um, oh, how time flies! I was there middle of October, third week in October. Actually, because I'll have to call him and get him on because he usually comes on after that conference is over. I'll get him on. Oh yeah. Well, say hi to Jerry for me. He's a good friend, wonderful fellow. Yeah, I will. Yeah, in fact, it's fellow. Jerry. Right, you're right. And yeah. um, I will say hi to D- Jerry for you. Now, you're, <laughs> in t- you're really into the water then, because I am too. And um, to kind of give you a feeling about me in over 30 years, and all my life I was attracted to water. My family loved water and fly mm-hmm. fishing. And, um, and we, I grew up on the north in Roseburg, Oregon, which on the north Umpqua, my family going fly fishing. And then my grandfather had a cabin on the Rogue River. So I've been around the waters all my life, and I always wanted to be a channel swimmer. And so through the years, I found myself and, and involved in teaching my children how to swim when they were barely a year old each. Uh-huh. And uh, uh-huh. they became competitive swimmers. And, of course, there was a lot of envy because I really knew what I was doing. Then I studied nutrition and all that to go with it. But back to the water. That is my world. That is my inspiration. That is my future of everything I've touched, as long as I can remember, Ted, is the water. Wow. And uh, there's wow. something about Beautiful. it that I, I, t- I have my discussions yeah. with it. And the faith of the planet so far back in time, all faith around the water. And so I found myself inspired. And then I started studying, Ted, why haven't they taken that more serious? The water. And, of course, as you know, Albert Einstein had to tell you how they invented the atomic bomb is understanding the behavior of water. 
And what you're talking ah, about yeah. is the behavior of the computer. You're right. right. The computer has to operate with the behavior of water out of the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And your phone and your airline, your planes, everything has to, to live with the behavior of Earth's life in the water. That's- your connection that's, 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 to all of this has been, now remember, when that baby is born and that baby comes to live on this planet Earth, that first moment from the water of that mother's water in the bag and in, in, in the womb, no two eyes alike, no two fingerprints alike, no two people, we're all uniquely gifted with a gift. That's, that that's evaporation right. of water begins that moment and how you listen to it is vital mm-hmm. to everything you do. How you That's listen. Right. And your rhythm with that became your gifted. And I have a feeling, and you can correct me, mm-hmm. you didn't, you accepted it. You didn't, you didn't think about it twice. You just lived with it. No, I didn't. You lived with the fact no. that you were given the gift to listen and the gift to live in rhythm and the gift to acknowledge that you're going to take it slow and you're not going to question the fact, why are you hearing this? Why are you listening? And people may not have liked it for a while because they seemed like maybe you have something going on that bothers them mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and because they didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. But you don't go anywhere because we're going to have our only break here in a minute and with our sponsor, <laughs> Nature right. Sir, And don't go anywhere. You and I are going to take our uh, people on a journey here with your life and how you love this planet and this life. You love it or you wouldn't be listening well, that close. Okay, don't well, go anywhere. We'll okay, listen to sure. our sponsor, right. Nature's Tears I Missed with just a mist. Uh, Nature's Tears I Missed is the future of worldwide, and uh, yes, it's being sold in China now, and it's out there uh, for the everybody. We've sold in over 70,000 drugstores as a market test, and now it's ready to go. Nature's Tears Eye Mist is 100% water. The surface of your eye is, 100%, is 99% water. It needs to be supplemented. Have you noticed that children, toddlers are wearing eyeglasses now and the blindness is out of control? Well, listen to our sponsor with that fabulous new excitement of that new discovery to supplement the eyes to slow down that vision impairment to what could be blindness. But listen to our sponsor with Just a Mist and we'll be back with Ted Marr. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Just a mist. 
all natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to the Sharon Kleiner Hour Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. Audience, we have Ted Maurer on, and he and I, Ted and I were talking about our life, living in the water as our breath of life, as our everyday life with the planet Earth. And Ted, you and I, before the break there, were talking about how you feel about your life, living, reaching out away from yourself and how you feel about your living out there in, in the world of this universe. And you took us on a journey. And then I began to relate to, because I've been studying water for over 30 years, I, I have a passion about it. I believe that all the face of the planet knew there was something powerful in our lives because of the water. And you have an, a unique life because you, you recognized, you allowed yourself to recognize how you're living <coughs> and, not, and not comparing it to somebody else uh, as, as time passed, I'm sure. You had mm-hmm. to learn to not compare because if you compared you may not have had the messages from others coming to you. I, I'm convinced of that, Ted. Now, you can yeah. tell me whether I'm right or wrong and teach us about what you wanted to tell me. You're, you're absolutely right. You're actually absolutely right, Sharon. I always known, I've always known there's something else out there. And I want to tell you briefly about a miracle that happened to me a couple of months ago. Um, every year, I go down to Mount Shasta. It's a beautiful mountain. And underneath... Mount Shasta is another civilization that's called, um, it's remnants of Lemuria. It's, 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 there's a city there called Telos. And this is a true story. Um, I received a miracle healing from, um, from, from uh, Adama. He's, he's a high spirit, of high priest of Telos. Back in September, uh, 42 years ago, I sunburned the right, uh, the, the, right my, the cornea, and my, the retina in my right eye. Um, and I've had like uh, 2050, 2040 blurry vision uh, in that eye for, for the past 42 years. Um, the, and, the, the, and this is a lesson for, for uh, this is a lesson I want to share with you too. As a result of this, he asked me if I wanted my my vision back, and I said yes, I'd love to. He said that 
you are seeing spiritually very clear now, and it's time for you to see see physically very clear. So he restored vision in both eyes. My eyesight in both eyes now is 20-10, razor sharp, crystal clear vision in both eyes. And um, I wanted to share that with you because you had an advertisement for uh, for eyesight, you know, during during your uh, show. And one of the lessons I wanted to tell um, tell you is that, and all your listeners, is that as you spiritually progress, not only does the does the aging clock start to reverse, but you and you look younger. But many physical problems that you have can also completely disappear and heal themselves. Um, it takes time, um, but it, it it does happen, and and I'm living proof of it now with my restored crystal clear uh, vision eyesight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the eyes, I was brought in years ago because I've been studying evaporation of the body and evaporation of the atmosphere. That's why uh-huh. I can relate to where you're coming from with mm-hmm. your um, living on in this universe, with not in yourself, but out away from yourself. Um, right. So as I studied all that, Ted, I knew that is the healer. Mm-hmm. That is the healer. And we've been learning through the years, and that's why this show is so important. I've worked so hard, Ted. And at first when I started, I started out with the skin because I thought to myself, mm-hmm. well, it's the skin that's the, it, it's uh-huh. the radar. It's the skin that's the electrical. It's the skin that's everything because it's such right. a large covering of the body, and it's 80 to 90% uh-huh. water. So as right. I launched a product named Nature's, Missed. I went into mm-hmm. high-end cosmetics with all the high-end department stores to show high-end cosmetics, and I did do this, Ted. I had studied uh-huh. so well, and I had a product, mm-hmm. Nature's Mist, and every single store, Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom's, Bergdorf Goodman, every one of them, up in your state, everywhere. I was all over the United States doing personal appearances mm-hmm. about the skin. But when I would go wow. in and do these personal mm-hmm. appearances, everybody knew I was going to talk about water and the skin wow. because the product was 100% water. So as mm-hmm. I moved into that subject, the news media liked the idea that I was talking about mm-hmm. water, not just now, nothing to do with glamour and your health and the forest and the trees and the moths and the ferns. And our life. I'd be standing wow. on a floor in your state at a Nordstrom's or a Neiman Marcus or wherever I'm at. And I would uh-huh. be uh, wearing a Dynasty original outfit talking about the forest. Wow. <laughs> but as I <laughs> came great. through, what happened is they did a documentary about me on PBS, about my life and Wonderful. what I've been doing because they saw my infomercial and all that. And my infomercial uh-huh. wasn't normal. It was uh, like a documentary, but if you took the commercials off, they'd show it on cosmetic floors, high end, mm-hmm. with the Lauder family. I became friends with Lauders and the head of Revlon founder, and I could go on and on and on and on, all these people throughout the United States and the world, L'Oreal, head of L'Oreal. And they all loved it mm-hmm. because they knew I wasn't going to be the next Lauder. I wanted to talk about water and your life uh-huh. and how you feel with living here. And Mm -hmm. so somebody from Florida heard me discussing on my 
documentary on PBS about mm-hmm. eyes and water. And, this, and he called wow. me and he said, could you study that? Because blindness is going to be out of control because people are not understanding the eye drop changes the chemistry of the surface of the tear film and it's 99% water. Could you study that? I did for a wow, year. Yeah. I took it back to them and they saw that, that I was right. So the whole uh-huh. country got together to help me because I come from a tiny town. I come from no experience around me. I had to do this the old-fashioned way so that we would launch, and thanks to Oregon Health Sciences and KCI Institute and scientists from all over the world, we decided, okay, we would launch Nature's Tears I Miss to show the world that water can supplement the surface of the eye to slow that evaporation down. Well, where I was excited that you would be fascinated is that in the Mm -hmm. medical field that we launched, we were the first to do this in the medical field and in drugstores. They accepted Uh it, Ted, because they knew it was coming. The world of supplementing the atmosphere, our body, water, that, that relationship and I'm going to talk a little differently than I would in a brochure. The relationship that you're offering the world to listen to is a relationship that will heal. And the mm-hmm. future of our lives is going to be in that, in nutrition, and the doctors and everybody and the scientists are going to learn more about what is happening with, let's call it a little bit of artificial intelligence, because mm-hmm. the world has not understood. I was serious. I was so serious. I almost mm-hmm. ruined my whole health, because I was never going to back off of any trouble, any challenges, mm-hmm. and you know what that mm-hmm. all is as an entrepreneur. Yeah. But you, then mm-hmm. were out there with your life, And we'll go back Mm -hmm. over to that now with what you're doing. You're trying to point out to people a very serious, exciting relationship of life. Mm -hmm. And that's what this Mm -hmm. show is all about today with you. So tell us about, (laughs) now you did uh, talk to Dr. Emoto. Now, did you talk to Dr. Emoto before he passed away or after he passed away? Both. Um, and I'm in contact with him now, actually. Um, if you like, I can bring him in. Let's see if he's... Would you like me to bring him in? I can. I can try. Okay. Hold on. He's here. Um, he's been working with uh, scientists in the fifth and sixth dimension from the Pleiades constellation on water issues here on the planet. And he's, he really, he really lo- loves your work, Sharon. He's so happy that he could come in today. Um, He's continuing his work on the other side. He um, is really proud of, of uh, Michiko Hayashi, who's been carrying on um, his work through the Emoto Peace Project. I think she'll be on your show soon. Um, the, um, he said, water, oh, this is something he wanted to share with you. He said that God is water and water is God, and this, it's within everything and everyone. And, That's um, right. He's he, right, Ted. He said it's... Yeah, it's so important. He also is saying briefly that um, uh, 
everything is haro. Haro in Japanese means vibration. So that if you change the person's can vibration... I, can, I get, can I say something there? Not to correct sure. the most bright person on the planet uh, with that, but I call it rhythm. Like water, it, when it name? moves, you hear it with, you hear it. You, you hear right. rhythm, uh, from the beginning of time. They, they knew that there was a rhythm to us, all of us. Have you ever had where mm-hmm. you heard a, some music and then all of a sudden your body wanted to move with that particular music that you like? I call it rhythm, so I'm sorry I had to interrupt you it's, there for a minute. Oh, no, no, it's, it's, it's hotto. It's hotto. And, um, Actually, Dr. Moto is part of my new book called Messages from the Masters, um, yeah. in which both both he and um, um, Professor Einstein and uh, President Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy, Nostradamus, um, and, uh, and Mahatma Gandhi gave messages um, on our bright, beautiful future, because we really do have a beautiful, bright future ahead of us. Um, they um, They started giving me these messages back in... Uh, early early uh, 2015, when there was so much doom and gloom, and, they, and I asked them about the conflict in North Korea. They said it would be solved peacefully. And you'll never guess who's been working for years for peace on the other side. You'll never guess. No, I won't. I the can't. President, President, President Kennedy, John F. Kennedy, says he's still our president <coughs> on the other side. And... Um, and that's something he's laughing now. They can't take away from him because he's in the spiritual realm. And he, he said that he helped um, both President Trump and Kim Jong-un achieve a, a peace treaty. Um, uh, and he did it by going into their, um, talking to them on a subconscious level and bringing them, finding ways they could bridge their differences and bringing peace. He's working on additional peace things now, he said, other parts of the world. And President Kennedy has also said that there's all kinds of many points of beautiful white light around the planet now, and eventually the entire planet will be um, one one big ball of, of white light. Um, the vibrations of this planet are rapidly rising. Uh, the hollow, or what Dr. Moto calls the vibrations, are rapidly rising. For tens of thousands of years... Um, the, the Schumann residence, um, uh, which is the vibration of planet Earth, was a 7.8 hertz. And that was seven, it was 7.8 hertz up until September of 2016 when it almost doubled to 13.8 hertz. Since that time, it's dramatically gone up. Uh, it reached a peak on October 22nd last month of four, something like 427 hertz. Um, and to give you an idea what that's like, the, the frequency of love, they've actually measured love, and that's 528 hertz. So we're approaching the frequency of love on this planet, and by the end of, um, within the next couple of years, we will be shifting into a higher dimensional reality. Um, and that means that um, all the negativity and the wars and the conflict that we've been experiencing so much of our lives here uh, on the planet will be gone and, and replaced with a uh, with a planet that where people will truly live in harmony, and that's what. In other words, the people is, uh, on this planet finally want to live together like a neighbor. Right. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. And they all want yeah. to be loyal to their own 
location because the <laughs> tradition, I don't hope to gosh, they don't lose their traditions, their, their way of looking at things because that's what makes our planet so exciting is people who that's love right. tradition and their outlook on their, how they began with their, with their life at the spot. Uh, but I yeah. see it too, um, Ted. I know that people are going to finally take all those emotions and learn how to balance with rhythm because they're going to be probably learning from others how to do it. And that's how you're sure. teaching them. Now, I only have a yeah. minute left for you. So tell our audience how to find your book and to find your oh. radio show. Oh, you're so sweet. Um, I broadcast Fridays from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. Seattle time on 1150 KNW. If, um, you can also listen to me on the Internet if you go to my website at www.outofthisworld1150.com. You can listen, or you can, and the book is available too. If you'd like a copy of my book, I'd be happy to send you an autographed copy. Um, and it includes a free reading. Uh, my email address is outofthisworld.com. 1150 at gmail.com. Well, Ted, we'll have to do this again because I enjoyed it. I know our listeners have enjoyed it. You'll be teaching (laughs) us a lot, and uh, we're looking forward to having you again. Well, well, thank you so much, Sharon. And and, uh, if you can, and when we get off the air, please send me your address, and I'll be happy to send you a copy of my book as well. Oh, I'd I'd love to have a copy of your book, Ted. I wish you well. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. Wonderful opportunity. All right, my friend. Take care. Thank you. God bless. Bye. Well, audience, I think you found that so fascinating. Ted spells his last name M A H R Theodore Mar, and his book is Messages from the Masters. And don't you believe that in time, here in the not too far future, our planet will embrace each other and want to get to do live with each other as we would with our neighbors but not lose our traditions i really believe that i truly believe that i want you to know earth is whispering put your heart in your hands and somebody else's too but all children i say are perfect that's our coming life they're all perfect i want to thank you for listening and you be well Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel, with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.